You're listening to EOD Gear Improvised with your host, former Navy EOD tech and owner of EOD Gear, Steve Cassidy. Steve Cassidy. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in. I'm sitting here with Amit and Corey from First Line Technology. Uh, been working with these guys for quite a while. Met them in person up in Massachusetts at a fire trading academy. And part of the big thing we're working with on them is decon uh, as far as a more advanced way to do things. Uh, but first of all, I'd, I'd like to announce to everybody that First Line Technology has been named to uh, Inc. Magazine, if you're familiar with it. It's the Inc. 5000 uh, Awards. And so this is a very prestigious award uh, and certainly a great recognition for a great job that First Line Technology has been doing. Uh, Amit, can you tell me a little bit more about this? Yeah. So, uh, Steve, thanks for having us on. And uh, we're pretty pumped about being on with this uh, podcast here. But, uh, you know, First Line has been around for man, about I think like now 16 years. And uh, it's, been a, it's been a hard grind, right? So, you know, when we first started the company, we were built on uh, being a model of distribution and being a distributor for CBRN equipment. And 16 years ago, right, this is right after 9-11. So WMD back in the day was a big, big term that everybody was using. And uh, we were repping a couple companies from the European selling those items into uh, the United States. And over time, you know, we, 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 we've now migrated into become a company that does um, our own manufacturing. We, we transition products from like lab to life-saving. That's our, that's our tagline slogan. And we've, we've taken a, a number of different products and commercialized them, and, and they play into um, medical response to decontamination of chemical agents and biologicals to cooling technologies, and it's really transformed the business. Um, so, you know, getting recognition on the Inc. 5000, you know, it's a, it's a great privilege because uh, it just means that, you know, we're doing something right. Um, you know, we love talking to our customers. We love seeing when they they win, they succeed using our products. But sometimes that, that self-recognition that we get from, you know, outsiders or outside of our domain, um, it just gives a, an extra punch to us. So Nice. I mean, I'm, I'm familiar with that world as we discussed earlier before we got started. And just, just for everybody out there, uh, it's, it's quite an accomplishment and it, it's rare to even be able to speak to somebody who's accomplished that. So again, you guys just way to knock it out of the park. And that's a testament to, to your work ethic and all the, the folks there at first line technology, everybody I've ever met there is just, you know, full tilt screaming boogie. So I've really enjoyed working with you guys. So good, good on that. And this was our fourth time being on it. You know, the first time you're on it, it's like, man, we got this growth. Uh, you know, it's three years of strong growth. And I think we were like, uh, number like a thousand on our list. Or, and we had, pretty, we had a pretty high growth rate. And it's like, well, how do I keep doing that over and over again? And fourth time on, uh, I was just sitting with the, with the, you know, we were just sitting around doing some planning for the next couple of years. And we're like, yeah, we got to get on the, we got to get on for a fifth time. And, how are we going to keep this going? And, and it's, it's really bringing out new stuff, uh, new products, new training, new new ideas to to our customers at the end of the day. So I'm glad you brought that up. I had, you know, Mike uh, had come down to Huntsville and done some training with us. And we had a bunch of our local folks in Huntsville 
uh, attended that as well. And then I posted some stuff up on our side, on our social media. And we had some responses back from the old boys. And, you know, going back to, oh, that's the same kid I used back in the day. But in fact, it's not. And so what's what's making you guys different right now other than what the normal Seaburn biochem EOD guy is going to know about that's currently maybe was used back in the day or maybe still being used. And now we're 2019 rolling into 2020. Where, where are you guys at? You know, you, you were just talking before that got on the podcast here about like your background, right? And your history. And let me tell you a little bit about my history. So my history has been, I come from like information technology. So I, you know, my master's is in computer science, encryption, and uh, integration of technology that shouldn't work together. And how do you make them work and build these systems? And honestly, the EOD, Seaburn environment is no different. I think... The challenge has been for so many years and decades, forget years, has been like, we keep doing things the same old way. So when, yeah, we talk to people and they're like, yeah, I know that kit. I used it back in the 80s. Well, yeah, you did. And what we, what we have done is we've transformed that kit to make it faster and more logistically sound for them with better technology inside of it, right? So it's it, same kind of concept. Um, and, and everybody's been used to this whole like wet decon. Like everything is add more water, use a lot of water and just spray it all down, dilute it down or, or remove it off the surface. And when we were looking at this, you know, back in like 2007, 2008, we're like, all you're doing is making a smaller mess much bigger. Right. And, you know, logistically, I would go see National Guard operators from SurfP, CSTs do decon, even first responders do decon. And I'm like, Man, the amount, the amount of waste you guys have created. And they're like, yeah, now we have to pay. So we start looking at, you know, concepts of can you do this like with, with a lower footprint? What can you do it with, um, you know, it's con, you know, dry decon? Through the whole process of how people were doing decon, we wanted to get a better way by using better products and us licensing dry decon wipes like FiberTech and, and finding better solutions like Dahlgren. Um, allow us to make this new kit and, and it brings us into this new new realm of like hybrid decon, right? So we've gone from wet decon to the other side of dry and now hybrid decon. So it's a totally different and new approach to how to execute, uh, especially for like EOD techs and um, Seaburn side of the house and even fire departments and people just want to do decon faster and smaller logistics. So as an EOD tech, there's not a lot of people that like, like to roll with us. <laughs> and so if I'm out here and I'm out on patrol, but I've got X amount of room and X amount of weight that I'm going to be able to carry with me because I have all the other stuff I need to do too. Y you know, the hybrid part of that. So we're not taking all the water. A, we can't. Um, you know, how does that work for the special operations platform, the dismounted operations, or say more of a tactical environment? With your with the with the hybrid, one of the biggest advantages we see with hybrid is by by taking out almost all of the water um, and minimizing as many of the other components as we can. We get that weight down. We get uh, we can get that decon forward deployed because you know once you get the stuff on you, uh, the longer it's on you, you know some stuff you may as well just not decon. You know it's either going to evaporate or absorb, and there's really no point. So by by being able to get the size down, getting the logistics down, and getting that forward deployed uh, with the operator out in the field instead of having, you know, 
back at the fob uh, really makes the whole effectiveness of decon so much greater just by speed alone. So I, you know, I really enjoyed that too, because, you know, like even during the demonstrations that I saw with you guys up in Massachusetts or when you came to the shop in Huntsville and we were doing that. And I think that that is the big difference. So, you know, back in the day, they gave me a, a canteen of water and a, you know, a chlorine bleach pack and said, have fun, you know, and that was it. And so now when you, you take a look at this and, and the capabilities of it, but I do like that dry decon. So when you're using that pad, are you going for trying to get the, the big pieces off at that point? Yeah, basically, you know, everyone's familiar with the old gross wash, like you said, you know, your, your canteen of water and your, your chlorine tab. Um, we're replacing that gross wash uh, with water with a an absorbent wipe, which there's been numerous studies um, that have actually come out in the past few years about you know, how much more effective a, a dry wipe and especially a highly absorbent um, wipe is than washing it off. I mean, it's the old oil and water comparison. It's very difficult to wash anything oily off uh, with water, especially water alone. And if you look at a lot of your, you know, your chemical warfare agents, especially, they're all oily-based uh, substances. Yeah, and, and, uh, and it's, it's trying to change the dynamics of the game, you know, of the decon side, and you, you brought it up where, like, you're a special operator. You're heading down range, you're forward. You don't have water, right? I mean, if you have water, you're using it for yourself. or Yeah. yeah. And, you dec- and the thing is, decon's like the last thing anyone wants to think about, right? So they're like, yeah, I- I've gone through decon training. It sucked. I hate it. Um, and I love that challenge, right? I mean, uh, our business is built on taking those hard challenges that people hate and are like, it's, it's like the suck. And then making it better, improving on it. So it doesn't suck. And actually you look at it and you learn the science behind it. And then you, you kind of understand of, well, wow, this is how this system or this kit should work. And, um, that, that's what we're kind of leveraging into the future is bring the science back into it. Like, you know, waters that that's, that's been used for thousands of years to wash things off, but it's not the most effective, uh, yeah. yeah, and and the thing is, like, threats have changed, right? I mean, threats have changed over the. We're not dealing with lewisite, you know. We're not dealing with uh, back in the day, you know, during the World War One, World War Two days of what they their, their chemical warfare agents were. We're now, you know, coming and seeing like agents like, you know, the what, what the Russians use, the Novichoks. We're, we're looking at uh, bio threats like Ebola. We're looking at, you know, anthrax in 2003 that happened. It kind of changed the dynamics and paradigm of how we kind of need to look at things. Um, we just can't be doing the same. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, fentanyl. And that's, and fentanyl is like, not a, it's not only a military challenge. It, it's like, oh man, I mean, it's, it's pretty incredible. And me, me and Corey have been sitting around and reading these like articles where we have, we see like EMS directors and law enforcement folks trying to say like, Oh, uh, you know, uh, fentanyl contamination's over, uh, overblown, and it's like, nah, it's. Well, I mean, we're, we're seeing that pendulum swing from when the DEA. So, so, Steve, I was a, I was a cop for nine years, and um, actually, kind of started out when the first wave of fentanyl hit the East Coast cities. And I'll tell you, uh, the concept that police officers would even care about decontamination, even five six years ago 
was, was just no one even thought about it. You're a cop. What do you need a decon for? But but now we see, you know, one of the biggest drivers for some of these kits and um, the training is just local law enforcement agencies because they're dealing with a substance on the street that has the same toxicity as a chemical warfare agent. And, and that just, just changes the scheme. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you, and you have it actually being used as a chemical warfare agent uh, you know, overseas, the, the Russians. Um, notoriously uh and you know i, I think there's some talk in, in dod about actually classifying as a, as a cwa but um you know right now it's it's easy to get you know it's you can order it online from china guaranteed shipping and, and, and it, it, yeah and then another another component to that is like you know it's coming in blending with drugs right and uh, it's it's one of the things we always see when when we see speakers out there talking. Like, if you ever talk, if you ever hear like Christina Baxter give a give a talk about fentanyl um, and how it's used by drug dealers, drug dealers are not making the best quality drugs, right? I mean, they're not like blending it, and they have they don't have a quality assurance program. So they might have too much fentanyl in one of the pills that they push out, no fentanyl in the other pill, and law enforcement doesn't know right? What they're getting into. Like you're going into a scenario, it's truly unknown and you want to have the best tools available to you. And if you got the right, it's amazing. They have body armor, they have the weapons, they have everything they need. Um, And then when it comes to things like detection or decontamination, they just start to like back off away from it. And it's like, that stuff is going to kill you too. And you really need to know what it is and how to get it off you. Most of our most of our guys that come through here, they've either experienced or you know saw somebody take a hit. It's it's a problem. And then and then you've got you know that that you've got you know initially the DEA you know telling you if you if you look at fentanyl the wrong way you know it's going to kill you if you don't have Narcan. And then they walk that guidance back as we've gotten some more science and evidence behind it. And but now I've seen some recent stuff of kind of going the other way saying oh fentanyl won't hurt you um and i think obviously i think the the da initially over over blew that threat but it, it will still hurt you um but there's some simple te- simple steps you can take to protect yourself and, and keep yourself safer and that's one of our big focuses well i think that's a big awareness piece i mean a lot of people just aren't aware of you know that and you might come into law enforcement to do you know the protect and serve piece and then all of a sudden you're being tasked with okay here's this new threat but nobody really knows about it. Like how's it get down to the the guys out on the street? And you know, there's the obvious way where they take a hit. And so how to react to that. So now, I mean, I would love to go through all of this on the podcast. Unfortunately, it's hard to see. And obviously we're not putting our hands on it, but Corey, you actually came in uh, on the training side uh, for your Academy. And if you guys ever get a chance to go to a first line technology event, trade show, or even a training, anything like that, go. It's a, it's really amazing. But um, so you guys have the the academy. What's what all do you have going on there? Um, so one of our, our first big uh, classes that we do that that people seem to be a lot of interest is a train the trainer class that we do here uh, in Chantilly at our main office um, and. It's just it's a one day class and it's it's designed to say, hey, you're you're from a state and local agency. We've had people from fire departments, police departments, um, 
private organizations, uh, federal federal agencies come in, and we want to equip you. We want to give you this update, not just on our products, but both the threat environment. You know this this new threat environment we're in. Um, some of the new studies and, and new science that's out there when it comes to hazmat and decontamination. Um, and we want to equip, you know, anyone who attends that class with everything they need to go back and go to their agency and set up a training program and kind of drag decon, you know, kicking and screaming in the 21st century, um, which sometimes is, is the challenge that some of these agencies are facing. Um, and then we also, you know, it's not like you come get a class and we and when we send you home and never talk to you again. Um, we'll offer support if you want us to come out and support training. We do that sort of thing. And then the other one is obviously you know, if it, some of these agencies that want a uh, you know customized on-site training. We've got a number of different classes that are focused towards uh, some towards you know your basic law enforcement response, some towards your fire hazmat teams. Um, some a big thing is hospitals now, uh, hospital decon. Um, and we'll come out and put on a customized class for you. Fantastic. So how do we get a hold of you? Uh, you know, somebody's listening to this and they go, oh my, yeah, that sounds great. I'd love to get these guys in, you know, or I don't know, do we have to travel to them or do they come to us? What, how do we, who do we get a hold of you guys to make that happen? Uh, so, so probably uh, there's, there's really good ways. Probably one of the best is um, go to our website, which is firstlinetech.com slash FLUA, F-L-U-A. That's the name of our academy, First Line Utilization Academy. Um, you can also just go to firstlinetech.com and click on the training link. Uh, or they can email training at firstlinetech.com. Um, and that'll go to both Amit and myself. Uh, and we'll get back to you uh, with a bunch of information. Or come by any of the shows we're at. Uh, we usually have people at, all over the country at any time. Um, come by and ch- have a chat, check out some of the equipment. Um, and they can get you hooked up as well. Yeah, and I think this is carried forward from like, uh, you know, we, we ran around the country for a while doing these decon awareness programs. And I think, Steve, that's where we, we, we me and you met up in Massachusetts and, uh, you know, eight hours of, you know, and it was like a crash course of the science of decon and, and why the threat analysis there. So, you know, why the decon matters, and, you know, at the end of the day. So, we first line took a lot of customer feedback from you know, hey, what's your challenge that you're finding? You know, you bought the product or um, you, you're using it in some way. What else can we do to help you? And a lot of the customer feedback we got was, hey, we don't want, want to know, like, how we know how it works in fentanyl, but how does it work for other threats? How does it work for other question mark, you know, things that are out there? And that's where we came up. We're like, hey, we, we really need to build like this like, you know, people have training academies all the time or it's training courses. And we're like, we need to build out like a utilization academy. Like, how do you use this stuff and why do you use it? And that's really what we've tried to build out. And Corey's really taking the uh, first steps and putting it together. Um, and we're going to be having this. I think we're going to be running something similar. We're going to run like a little crash course on the on one of these decon courses at the Seabaron uh, Conversions Conference coming up uh, in Nashville. Uh, right in your 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 neck of the woods. Yeah, we're, with the Sea Bernie convergence here in town, uh, primarily at Nissan Stadium, we are doing that pre-conference training uh, the day prior. I think it's a Tuesday, and then the conference is Wednesday, Thursday, I believe. Um, so if you guys are in town, you know, definitely have you in. Um, and I, I don't know if we're. I, I guess we'll probably set up something here, and then uh, you know, hopefully we can get you guys on the big stage at 
at the uh, Nissan Stadium where the Titans play. Because uh, yeah, it's great because we're only three and a, we're three and a half miles apart, but depending on the time of the day, it could be you know five minutes or it could be you know an hour and a half. So depending on traffic. Yeah, and we're gonna have uh we're gonna have like our EDS uh system out there. That's the enhanced decon system. Six man, twelve man, twenty four. And we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be we're gonna be walking through it, right? We're gonna like do a whole walkthrough. How do you use it? And we just did a uh exercise with uh Ditra runs a chem bio operational activity, Saboa. They ran it out of Camp Dawson and uh we actually did a uh you know, hand over one of these kits to uh, a marine, some marines, some marines. But they were air wingers, so they were a little sharper than the average marine. But and <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, we gave it to them, and they 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 opened the bag up, and they're like, "Hey, we want to put this in our own ruck that we have." And we're like, "All right, well, you know, do what you need to do because it's our concept is like we hand off this system or this kit to you. You put it together. You you." design it into whatever final carrying system. So like, you know, Steve, you could put into a hard case and custom foam out for people, uh, for folks. We make all the components. So that's our key is like we're, we're manufacturing in the U S all these components and everything that goes into it. And it's all very compliant. It's all, you know, made here in the U S. Um, and, and we've, we've worked with end users to refine it. So, Hey, tell us what's wrong with it. Yeah. Tell us how we can make it better for you. It's one of the big things with, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, some guys looking at the kit and saying, oh, I used that back in the 80s. Well, I don't know if you remember that kit, but it had about a 36-page instructional manual with, you know, put your left foot in, take your left foot out, do the hooky hooky. And, um, you know, we gave this kit, we gave this kit to the Marines. It's got a little job guide with pictures and stuff to it, maybe like 15 minutes of instruction. And I'll tell you, they nailed it. I mean, it, it was, it, it, it's, it's designed with simplicity in mind. You're in a high stress situation. You got slime. You might be having, you know, snipers take uh, fire somewhere. Um, this is supposed to be simple and effective. And, and when people lay it out, go through it and see it in person, that's when it clicks. Like, okay, this is not, this is not your, your 1980s dry decon setup. This is actually something different. And this is something that, Years and years and years of development and common sense went into. Now we have we have the setup at both of our locations, Nashville and Huntsville. And in fact, in Huntsville, it's actually deployed. It's set up. It's on the deck, so you can actually come in and see what's what's going on. And we'll open it up here in Nashville. Just we're we're a little crowded. Uh, but yeah, if, if anybody ever wants to come in and see it, you know, pick your location. If you can't get to you guys at a trade show or Chantilly. Um, we always have it set up here. Um, so the one thing I like, you guys have, I, I'm a big fan of technology, uh, even though I'm an old guy. You know, like we have an app for our catalog, uh, which is on Google Play. And you guys have an app, uh, you know, which is, I guess, more of a, a, is it a quick reference or is it a complete how-to? Where, where do you guys fall on the, on the app? Again, this was like my customer feedback. So what happened is when we developed, so Dahlgren Decon is like this key decontaminant. Everybody's used to like bleach, water, 
Um, and, and then you, these are like hydrogen peroxide based and you can talk about, you know, DF 200 and, um, that solution that, that stuff's been developed through the seventies and eighties. And it's, it's, it's a hydrogen peroxide based. And I'm going to get into a little bit of science here. And so, you know, Dahlgren was based off of this parasitic acid and truly the Navy was developing it for like a dial of decon. If I get out into the field and I know my threat, can I dial my decontaminant that, that I, that I have pre-configured and I can just dial in, you know, A, B1, B2. Can I mix it up in a certain fashion for different threats? And we had like a, we had a binder that we'd hand to customers and like, you know, hundred couple pages and Hey, if it's this threat, you know, if it's, if it's, uh, you know, certain, uh, contamination, VX, sulfur mustard, whatever it might be, this is how you mix Dahlgren. This is how you apply it as you dwell time. And customers are like, admit, we're not carrying this binder downrange. Like, what are you, like, you, you know, you got to come up with a better way. So we sat around and we're like, hey, you know, everybody's got iPhones these days and, you know, it's, they've got Android devices. And so a few years ago, we, we developed and invested and it's free for end users. And we, we invested quite a bit of money into building out this app um, where you have to go in and register yourself in. Um, it's called the Decon Field Guide. You can pull it off Google Play. You can pull it off the uh, App Store from Apple. And it gives you um, probably like over 90 to 100, maybe over 100 I think threats. I think we're pushing 120 now. I mean, yeah. We update this app. As soon as we get data in, okay. it, go, it goes into the app. I mean, we can update it real time, essentially. And so what it tells you is how to mix up Dahlgren, how to configure it. Can you dilute it? How much time do you need to leave it on the surface? And Dahlgren's quick reacting, right? So you can leave it on the surface for like two minutes for certain threats, 15 minutes for harder threats. And so it'll talk you, it'll, it'll walk you through it. It also gives you instructions on how to mix it. Um, it gives you incompatibility. So, you know, where you should not use Dahlgren, or in fact, you shouldn't use any uh, kind of water-based decon and you should use dry decon, just like a fire protect wipe. So it gives you all that guidance and, We've now, this past year, we launched it, so it's web-enabled, so you can actually pull it off the internet, too. Same kind of a concept, register in. Um, again, end-user feedback. And I think about a month and a half ago, two months ago, we released a, uh, like a bulletin board, right? Like a little communication tool, so end-users can go onto, the, onto this decon field guide system and type in, like, hey, do you have a question about the uh, formulation? Ask us. And we're very truly honest and transparent about how its system works. We'll, we'll give you fact-based data and, and point you in the right direction and, and point you to end users too. So this whole holistic thing, you know, technology, right? So, you know, how can we enhance the customer's experience by, by putting in their hand, in their, in their fingertips, um, the information. Information is key at everything. So Right, right. So if, if I'm out in the field... Now, now I'm an EOD tech and I'm out, I'm dismounted, or maybe I'm rolling in, you know, like a force protection platform in a convoy. Um, I've got my hard drives. Uh, you know, I've got different uh, pieces of kit, uh, everything from toolkits to maybe some more advanced, you know, uh, whether it was hand entry toolkits or maybe some sniffers or, you know, comms, whatever we have going on um, in the EOD space. What are you guys, what, what do you, how would you, how would you kid us out? So if you're, if your primary mission, um, it doesn't 
contain, you know, where you're not going to be responsible for deconning anybody else but yourselves and your equipment. Um, we, we have a couple kits that are kind of small, lightweight. Uh, one's called a, a PDK, a personnel decon kit. Um, that's kind of like a one guy, one piece of equipment, small, small level thing. Um, it, uh, it'll fit in a, a cargo pocket. It's got everything you need, mix up, wipe, spray. Um, and then, you know, one of the bit, the step up from that would be, uh, something we call a 2DK, which is, you know, kind of how it sounds. It's a, it's a PDK times two. Uh, it's got more, more dog rin, more fiber tech, uh, a better sprayer. And it's all in a pretty nice little, uh, Molly bag. Um, you can strap on your gear, um, throw in the back of a truck and, you know, it's durable to uh, do whatever you want with that. Um, and then. You know, if you're looking at an actual, you know, dedicated, you might be recovering a chemical munition, um, anything on that thing, that, that EDS kit. Uh, one of the nice things about the EDS kit is that it's very modular. And so you don't, you know, you don't, it's, it's originally designed to be used to decon, you know, people in a, in a traditional decon line. But we found uh, we've got folks using it to decon uh, talent robots. We've got them using them to decon um, uh, drones. Uh, you can use it for an emergency decon for a, a non-ambulatory casualty. You can use a decon, decon ordinance if that's what you if that's what you want to do. So that's kind of the uh, you know we we've we've got a lot of kits. We've got kits set up for EMTs, firefighters, everything. But those three are definitely um, kind of from the EOD uh, approach, probably the the best options. So we've got the uh, the Icor Mini Caliber robot down at our Huntsville shop. Yep. And uh, maybe we ought to get you, if you guys are back down that way, let's, let's, let's do a scenario where we have to decon the robot and Dan Murphy, if you're listening, you should probably, you should probably be there. Uh, Dan, Dan works for ICOR. He was Minnesota. I think he was Minnesota state bomb squad yeah. or maybe mini or the city of Minneapolis. I can't remember. Yeah, uh, super. Uh, have you met Dan? I have not. No, I have not. Okay. Super, super solid guy. You know, he works for ICOR, but, um, I would, I would lo- actually love to do that because I think so. So we're doing the podcast day, but that that's a video, right? For sure. And one of the cool things is that, you know, when you look at a lot of the sensitive equipment that doesn't have an IP rating and, you know, it may not be waterproof. Um, people think, Oh, you're, you're stuck with dry decon, but most of that stuff at least has some sort of, you know, splash rating, hard rain, that sort of thing. And because we're using such a low volume, it's so concentrated. There's so little water. We can actually get a lot of the benefits. You know, you, you, sometimes you got to be careful. You don't want to spray directly into battery compartments and things like that. Um, but but we can do a really really effective uh, hybrid decon on some very very sensitive equipment. Well, so most of our gear as EOD techs is built very very well because our job is actually to break everything we touch. So it might, my dad was thrilled when he found out I was you know when I finished the EOD pipeline. He goes, "You're finally getting paid for what you're great at." <laughs> Because <laughs> well, I was a kid, I would break everything. Combat engineer for thirteen years, <laughs> so uh, you know, combat engineer mindset. We we look at EOD techs, and when we think oh, those guys are nice on their equipment, yeah, you know, it, it, hey, as long as we can blow stuff up, man, it's a great day. So uh, that's fun stuff. Uh, where are you guys headed off to next? Uh, I know we have a Seabernie convergence coming up in November. It's like fifth, sixth, seventh. So we got the month of September, which we're rolling into, and October. Are you, you guys have any big events you're going to be at? You know, we're always at conferences and trade shows, and um, yeah, we'll be uh, 
I think uh, that second week in September will be at the uh, Ohio Narco Conference. Um, uh, I'll be down at the Virginia Hazmat Conference in Virginia Beach. Uh, following week, there's a Massachusetts Hazmat Conference. Um, couple in Indianapolis. We, we, we're pretty much at a, if there's a conference that has anything to do with hazmat, we're pretty much there. So, I, and probably the easiest way, I mean, you guys are great on LinkedIn. You guys own that space. I mean, you guys are on there every day. You know, if you're listening here and you're really interested, get on LinkedIn, put in first line tech or first line technology and they will pop up. And I mean, just so much great information. And, you know, you guys have, have really set really high bar. I mean, it's pretty impressive what you guys have done, especially the Inc. 5000. And then, but also just your commitment to the end user. Thanks so much. Congratulations on your success. I I just can't wait to see what you guys have coming out next. You've been listening to EOD Gear Improvised. Improvised. With explosive discussions and sound effects. Steve Cassidy, a former Navy EOD tech and owner of EOD Gear. Initial success or total failure. Two locations, one in Nashville and one in Huntsville. The website is eod-gear.com and you can also see our catalog as an app on Google Play. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter. EOD Gear has customers from around the globe. Stand by. Until next time, this is EOD Gear Improvised. Signing off.